Blessing spent 25 years on the PGA Tour and is a lifetime member of the PGA Tour and PGA of America. Now he provides his unique perspective as a golfer and network broadcaster. It's time to go On the Range with Jay Delsing. On the Range is brought to you by Vehicle Assurance. Hey, good morning. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay. I got Pearly with me. Pearly, what's happening this morning? Ready to go, man. All kinds of crazy things are happening, but mostly ready for the uh, Golf with Jay Delsing show for me. You got all sorts of crazy things happening? You, you on some other exotic vacation somewhere, parts unknown? I'm just a little, uh, yeah, I'm down in uh, Texas uh, looking out at uh, uh, Richland Chambers Lake as we speak and uh, just ready Me. ready to go with the show, man. Just cut it. Must be just, nice, this guy. Just, oh. Yeah. A little crop, little crappie fishing coming up this afternoon. Ready, to, oh. ready to go. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I hope nice. you don't throw your back out or something over there, uh, winging your pole across the uh, water. Well, we formatted around the show, like around the golf. And the first segment is called the on the range segment. And the on the range segment is brought to you by Vehicle Assurance. 866-341-9255. If you need a new warranty, you need any sort of additional coverage for your vehicle, give them a call. Uh, they will help you out. And uh, Pearly has been in charge of our social media outlets. Uh, Pearly, how's our uh, Twitter account looking? You know what? Uh, the results have been fantastic, and that's, that's all I pay any attention to. Boy, I don't know. We might have to... We might have to take the social media away from him. What do you think? I think he's been on vacation too much. He's kind of put it on the back burner. Does he understand that social media can go I, I with you? Numbers, I think the numbers are better than they've ever been. I think you're into results. At the end of the day, we we just tallied up your score when you're on tour. We didn't overly critique because that could have been a, a tough. So, uh, that, that's, <laughs> no, no, so I've ever heard. Let's just, let's, just, let's just acknowledge that our numbers are – the best they've ever been, and steadily climbing. And give me a pat on the back. Let's move on to the next. Congratulations! Subject. We're not moving on the other subject. I want to know: Do you know what the Twitter logo looks like, Pearl? <laughs> it's a little. It's a little blue bird. <laughs> wow! No, it's not a blue bird. It's a white bird, isn't it? Oh, it's a blue bird. <laughs> All right, it's a bird. It's a bird. Oh, wow! <laughs> I tried oh, to. Keep you quit digging, but you kept digging. I no, don't know what else to do. Just I, put I, it. I, I keep digging, and yep. there I go. I fall in the hole. Um, all right. Well, we, well, ladies and gentlemen, Pearlie has got a big grip on our social media, as you can you can tell. I do want to thank Bob and Kathy Donahue at Donahue Painting and Refinishing, three one four eight zero five twenty one thirty two. Inside of your home, outside of your home, whatever you need, these guys are beautifying homes all across the Midwest, all across the St. Louis area. Call them. They are terrific people. All right, so, Pearl, here is an, a little overview of the show. We had 30 minutes or so with David Faraday this week. Man, getting to sit down with him, we had a little rough audio quality, but uh, the content's pretty good. He's always fun, and I, and I love your friendship because it kind of brings that interview to a different level that you're not really going to hear anyplace else, Jay. It's, it's just a lot of fun to hear you talk with him. He's such a good guy. Man, has he accomplished a lot, and does he ever do a lot of good stuff? Yeah, it's, uh, boy, he, uh, I love how candid he is, how he talks about uh, things. And so we'll, uh, we'll just tease that as we go along here, Pearl. But uh, we got a couple of other things to, uh, uh, to talk about. It's hard to have a golf show and not bring up Sam Burns in some way, shape, or form. Um, uh, he just continues to, to to lead golf tournaments, John, almost week in and week out. Uh, to me, as when I text you several times when he was uh, playing, I just love the way the guy goes at it. You're talking about just go having a raw athlete going out there and just whacking at that golf ball. It's it, Obviously, he's got good form. A uh, good technique, but it, there's a whole lot of athleticism in that thing. Uh, it, it's 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 fun to watch, and he just kind of plays that that cut, and he's just going to keep on playing that cut, and and it's just great. I wish the heck I could go at it like that guy. Yeah, it's uh, it's an athletic endeavor for sure, and uh, we we brought him up a couple weeks ago talking about the story and how he how we uh, uh, got a, his parents to build him a, a putting green in the backyard. Um, uh, pretty pretty awesome stuff. But Jay, how about how about what happens to a player when he when they start playing with confidence? We we know how it is also when you play and you've lost your confidence. 
this guy just absolutely believes in himself. He had some good tournaments, and he goes out and gets that win. And now he's just teed it up and going to bed at night and thinking, I'm pretty sure I'm going to win again. Yeah, you know, no, I, I... kind of neat to see a guy play with that much confidence. You know, it's tough to watch a guy fall apart. You can see when a guy loses his mojo or is missing cuts. All of a sudden, this guy thinks, I'm pretty sure this is my tournament, no matter where it is or when it is. Yeah, absolutely, and it's 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 interesting to watch, isn't it, John? Because it's so st- starkly contrasted, right, with a guy like Sam Burns compared to a guy like Ricky Fowler. You know, who Ricky's got some good rounds; he's making some birdies quite often. But you look at that Friday round, John. It is such an indicator, isn't it, on on where you sit? And, and when things aren't going well, and your confidence is a little low, you wind up on that cut line every single Friday afternoon. Yeah, it's funny. I was uh, actually hitting some balls today, and I kind of thought of that question. It's a pretty obvious answer, but I'm thinking, what would you rather have, your putter hotter than it can be, you're hitting the ball real good, or confidence? <laughs> I think at the end of the at the end of the day, uh, really nothing matters unless you've got confidence. Uh, you know, and it, you can hit it good sometimes and not necessarily have great confidence, but uh, when you've got that confidence, you just can make things happen. You know. Old, old sunny days, like, uh, like you and talked a little bit. He just stood up on the team, going kind of the same thing. He's like, "I know I'm going to contend, or I know I'm going to have a chance to win, or I should, I should win this thing." Even though he's hitting all over the lot, but there's just that mindset that we want that takes us to the next level. Really, no, how, no matter how we're doing. You know, it's interesting because you don't have to stop this conversation at golf, do you? I mean, it's just, it's all yeah. through the. You, you see guys in the NBA. I mean, Pearl, there's a time when Steph Curry. He, it's like all I have to do is shoot. It doesn't matter from how far. It doesn't matter how off balance I am. I mean, he was hooping, just hooping things from all over the place. And then you also look at. Um, uh, some of the great defenders in Major League Baseball, and they just go get it. You know, they just go get it, pick it up, throw it, and 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 get the put out. And the same with batters, and and uh, it's it's a it's pretty pretty amazing to watch. Confidence is, uh, oh man, that is that is the number one in in terms of being an athlete. Well, and it, it, it transcends into business, personal life, etc. I agree. It's however however you can get it, get it. And- Gosh dang it! Keep doing that to hold on to that confidence because it's 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 always a uh, uh, a major advantage. Always. <clears throat> so, John, I don't have the business acumen that you do, but I've you know owned a, a couple of companies and things like that on a smaller level. Relate that to business. Like, what does that confidence look like? Are you talking about in decision making, and you just have a a higher degree of trusting yourself? Or are you thinking you're more aggressive, you're more conservative? What does that mean? I think it's just just what you said. Kind of, no matter what comes your way, you're going to be able to handle it. You've got enough confidence there, and 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 not to get too far into it, enough confidence to say, "I'm not sure. I better chip this one out." You know, just that just that level of I know what I know. I have a sense of what I don't know. Uh, I'm going to be comfortable enough in my own skin, no matter who I deal with in business. And if things get a little rocky, uh, I've I'm going to be, and I because I've been down that road enough times. I'm going to be able to just sit there and uh, and make the right decision for the moment. Uh, I, that's why I think it transcends. It's hey, it's not a lot of different when I was caddy for you. Pressure's really coming down the pike. Hey, maybe you're not hit. Maybe maybe the the conditions are super tough, and you and you adjust. That's how I mean that it, it's is appropriate to business or. Uh, or personal life. I, I really think that. Yeah, and it's interesting, isn't it? You said something interesting because most folks would think when you're most confident, you're going to go for the most things, and it's not the case, especially in golf. When I was most confident, I was chipping out a lot more. I was chipping out a lot more, re- realizing one bogey wasn't going to ruin my day or my tournament, and uh, oftentimes I didn't even make that bogey. Yeah, you're thinking better. There's a flow. You understand the flow, the rhythm to the round. Whether you're on the golf course, you're at, you're at home or you're in the boardroom. It's the same general thing of who are you, what's your tendencies, and let's pay attention to those. Beautiful. All right, let's uh, go to the tip of the cap segment. The tip of the cap segment is brought to you by my friends at Dean Team of Kirkwood. You can call them at 314-966-0303. Today, the tip of the cap goes out to all of the coaches teachers, educators, the men and women that have spent their lives, they've dedicated their lives to teaching others, to helping others learn, uh, whether it's golf, whether it's math, whatever it is, we want to tip our cap to them. Summer's coming. Kids are going to be out of school. We're getting back to some sort of normalcy. Um, 
So the tip of the cap goes to them. We want to thank the Dean team of Kirkwood, specifically Colin Burnt, his uh, right-hand person, Brandy, 314-966-0303. That's going to wrap up the On the Range segment. Don't go anywhere. We got David Faraday. We got the front nine. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. Hello, friends. This is Jim Nance, and you are listening to Golf with my friend Jay Delsing. Are you looking for a great career? Do you like meeting nice people, working with your hands, and fixing things inside the home? Marcon Appliance Parts Company would like to encourage you to consider a high-paying career in major appliances repair and service. Major appliance service technicians are in very high demand. Major appliance techs work regular hours and make excellent money. They work local, in their own communities, and are home every night. It is an incredibly stable industry and highly rewarding work. Discover more about your new career in major appliance services today by contacting a local appliance service company in your hometown. In southern Illinois, contact Jeff Klein at Mount Vernon TV and Appliance Center. The phone number is 618-242-1579. Marcona Appliance Parts Company is based in St. Louis, Missouri, and is the largest distributor of major appliance parts in North America and proud distributor of General Electric Parts. I am delighted to welcome Marie Davila to the Golf with Jay Delsing show. I'm sure you know where it is, but in case you don't, Marie Davila is a landmark out in West St. Louis County. It's located on the corner of Clayton and Weidman Roads. It's also on 21 beautiful rolling acres right on the way out to Queenie Park. It's a country club-like atmosphere. It's iconic, and it's absolutely gorgeous. When my dad died and my mom decided she didn't want to live alone, Marie Davila was the first place we called. When we pulled up, we were greeted at the front door by the owner, and he took us around on a tour of the facility. We learned that there are one, two, and three-bedroom villas that you can live in, and there's also 24-hour care in the East, West, and the Waterford buildings. So Marie Davila had everything that my mom wanted. One of the things that stood out in my mind as well was the way the family-owned business treats their guests. That's right. They refer to them as guests, but they treat them like family. So if you're in the process of trying to make a tough decision for this next part of life, you got to visit Marie de Villa. This is local. This is family. And this is St. Louis. This is Marie de Villa. Come be our guest. When things come out of left field... Having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Ed Fogelbach at 314-398-0101 to see how they can help you stay in the game. That's Ed Fogelbach at 314-398-0101. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. After my knee replacement, I was able to swing the golf club again without any pain. SSM Health Physical Therapy guided me through the rehab process. When I was ready, one of their specially trained KVS certified physical therapists put me on the 3D motion capture system. It was awesome. They evaluated my posture, alignment, and the efficiency of my swing. They gave me golf-specific exercises to help my swing become more efficient and repeatable. Call them at 800-518-1626 or visit them on the web at SSMPhysicalTherapy.com. Tell them Jay sent you for special pricing. Your therapy, our passion. Grab your clubs. We're headed to the front nine on Golf with Jay Delsing. The front nine is brought to you by the Ascension Charity Classic. Welcome back. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay. Pearlie's with me. Pearlie, you're still here? You didn't go on another vacation, did you? Nope. Just getting my lures ready, though, but I'm, I'm here. All right. We're headed to the front nine. It's brought to you by the Ascension Charity Classic, September 6th through 12th. This year, Norwood Hills, it's going to be the hub of all of golf in the entire world. There's no PGA Tour event opposite it. Uh, we're going to have the best Champions Tour field there, Ascension is doing everything they can to make this thing rock. We're selling, uh, gosh, Pro-Am spots, Cabanas, uh, Skyboxes. It's just going to be great. We got Jack Nicklaus coming to play with Tom Watson. And, um, oh, it's it's just going to be great. I can't wait. So that's going to be uh, September 6th through 12th. Uh, let's go to the first half of the Faraday interview. Uh little reminder of a few things. David's done 10 years of the Faraday Show on NBC Golf Channel, uh, network golf analysis for well over 20 years. 
uh, European Ryder Cup player and five-time winner on the European Tour. Let's go listen to this Irishman talk a little bit. Well, there are characters and there are characters, and Mr. Faraday is, I guess, akin to Simon Hobday. You never know what he's going to say and when he's going to do it. David Faraday is brought to you by Golden Tea. David, good morning. What's going on in Texas? I you know it's a nice sunny morning here. And I am in my uh, making a rifle for um, for a soldier. Ah, man! I know that when we talked last time, you were you were uh, doing some really cool stuff for the heroes, for the for the uh, troops first. I know that um, that's been a, the shooting has been a passion of yours. Where did that come from? You know, um, I, I grew up uh, surrounded by soldiers and uh, sailors and airmen and Marines, and uh, but it was in Northern Ireland and and uh, uh, an urban war zone, really. And uh, I always had great respect for them. When I came here uh, to the United States, uh, I, uh, you know, I wanted to be able to go and, and, and entertain them. It was at all possible, so I went with the USO in 2007. And uh, I went there, an Irishman, went to Iraq, um, and uh, I came back an American. And that, that's that was that's the short version of that story. Yeah, no, I can remember that uh, had a massive impact on you. And then the Troops First stuff, we've talked a lot about that, David. It's um, I've done a couple things for you, been completely honored to meet these men and women. I've never met truer patriots and more authentic people. I, I mean, that's the, the 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 topic's not big enough, right, to describe these people, is it? Yeah, no, it, it, they really are just the highest quality people in America. They're amazing young men and women, and uh, you know, it, uh, it's it's just an honor to be around them. It's just one of the, the it's the most fun that I have, really. You know, is the time that I spend with them. You know, but it's another tip of our cap to the game of golf, too, because without the game of golf, how the hell would we have these connections? I mean, you may have. I yeah, certainly wouldn't have. Truth. Yeah, that's the truth. So, but what, let's uh, what's going on? So, the, so no more shows. Tell us a little bit about that. And are you, um, are you happy about that, sad about that? What's, what's happening? Yeah, you know, I, I guess overall I'm sad about it, but it was a 10-year run, and that's a long time in television. Um, it's uh, just with COVID and, and the Golf Channel moving to Stanford, Connecticut from Orlando, they lost half their people, really, uh, you know, and all, all of my crew was laid off. And um, I, I think it was just a, a combination of events, really. But, uh, you know, I, I'm happy with the way that the show went and, and the fact that it lasted as long as it did. And I got to interview so many great people. It was a, it was a fantastic opportunity. I loved it. Oh, but the, the people that you uh, interviewed was just fantastic. Does any specific, I know this is a hard one, but any specific uh, comment or interview stick out in your mind more than others? God, there were so many, Jay, you know, 160 people and four presidents and, and uh, you know, people people like, uh, well, Tom Watson, who, who you know, is, is like a big brother to me, um, you know, was a tremendous influence on, on me, getting me sober and, uh, you know, helping so much with, uh, with my life. Um, that will always be a special one to me. Bill Russell. Uh, you know, the greatest winner in the history of American sports was uh, you, you knew when you shook hands with Bill Russell that, that you're in the presence of greatness. And, uh, you know, he's uh, he's still, uh, you know, he, I'll text him every now and then. And, and uh, he uh, he's a tremendous human being and a great character. And uh, I wish there were more Bill Russells around. Condoleezza Rice, uh, Samuel Jackson, Matthew McConaughey. Uh, boy, I mean, it, the list just goes on. I, I forget people and then, you know, remember them and, and, and how, uh, how wonderful it was to be with them. It was just an amazing time. And, and Bud, you know what's interesting about Bill Russell in a day and age where everybody is trying to get their face out and do this, tell their story, uh, uh, serve their own brand? This guy is the exact opposite, isn't it? I'm sorry. 
uh, what, what, in a day and age where, you know, everybody is trying to get their face on TV and do whatever they can to push their own agenda and to build their own brand. Bill Russell's the exact opposite, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He is. He's so low key and so quiet. And uh, but you know, everything he says, everything he said to me was so profound and meant so much to me. Uh, you know, I asked him what uh, what advice he would give any young athlete turning pro, and he just thought for a while. He stroked a stubbly gray chin, you know, and he said, "Be kind." Oh my gosh! So just the, the the two most important words in the English language, probably, you know. And, uh, you know, that, that stuck with me all these years. Oh, my God. That's, that's fantastic. Well, so let's go back a little bit. When we first met, we I think the three, you and Sam Torrance and I played a practice round, and I've never had a more fun practice round listening to some of the stories about the beginning of, of your guys' friendship, the European tour, and some of the crazy, the sleepwalking incident. I mean, take us down memory lane a little oh, yeah. bit. Share some of those fun stories, if you don't mind. Well, you know, I grew up really on, on, the, on the European tour. I turned pro at 17 and uh, uh, with a five handicap, so it took me a little while to get there. But, uh, boy, I enjoyed myself when I got there. I, I don't have... Uh, I, you know, I, I don't have any regrets as uh, as odd <laughs> as as my life has turned out at, at, in places. That's for sure. I, I don't uh, I don't think I would do anything different. You know, you would get seventy or eighty guys on the same airplane out of Heathrow going to uh, a tournament, say, for example, in, in Madrid, and and uh, you know there are only two hotels, where, so the whole field was was concentrated. You know, either uh, in an airport, on an airplane, or in a hotel, or on a golf course, and and you really get to know people uh, uh, really well when you're traveling with them and uh, in that kind of a circus. Um, you know, so Sam kind of took me under his wing. There was a, an Irish player, John O'Leary, who recently passed away, uh, unfortunately, who was uh, a third member of of the sort of group that we moved in. And uh, people like Richard uh, Boxall, Derek Cooper, uh, you know, that are, uh, Boxy is now in, in television on the European side. Derek Cooper is now a rules official with the PGA European Tour. And uh, I actually came to America first in 1979 to try and get my U.S. tour card. And this was before I even had a, a European one. It was a little bit of a, uh, a stretch, to say the least, for a five handicap. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Um, I spent a couple of years in Orlando studying under Phil Ritson um, at Disney and uh, went back uh, and got uh, I, I got my European card. I think uh, I, I went back to the tour school and did get it, uh, you know, I think in 70. I don't know. I don't know when it was, it was so long ago, but shortly thereafter, I ran into you because you know, a lot of people don't know about you. I mean, you played all over the world. Um, you know, you're one of the Americans that uh, that enjoyed being abroad, enjoyed uh, you know the kind of worldly aspect of it. Um, there were uh, there were others, you know, as, as well. But I, I remember you you kind of stuck out like a six foot five sore thumb. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't hide it in that huge head, man. It's hard to hide this head of mine, isn't it? A big gold head, yeah. <laughs> oh my we, we had great times uh, you know I shared rooms with, with Sam Torrance long after I needed to share a room it was just too much fun you know and, and you're, you're right he was a sleepwalker he would get up in the middle of the night in Australia he got up um, and uh, walked to the elevator stark naked and he's the hairiest human being the world has ever seen he's <laughs> basically he looks like these days uh, and um, not that I've seen him naked recently you understand uh, yeah, that got awkward, didn't it? <laughs> it's good, man. Just keep going. Yeah. I, the term hair yeah. sweater. Well, I'll just keep going. Yeah, yeah. the term yeah. hair sweater uh, comes to mind. He, I don't he know. He goes to the elevator, and I'm peeking out at the door, looking at him. You know, and I'm saying, "Sam, Sam, I'm in my boxer shorts." You know, so he's he's hit the elevator button. By the time I get to the elevator, he's gone. So I'm now in my boxer shorts. I'm out, and uh, I get down to the lobby, and he's standing there, just stark naked, staring around, and there's an Elderly couple having uh, a cup of tea or, or something. This is this is past midnight, <clears throat> and uh, in Melbourne, uh, Australia, and I uh, I slapped him of the back of the head. Said Sam, wake up! 
and he wakes up, you know, Rosworth. And I said, you're stark naked. I'll be buddy. And he, he grabbed me by the hand and he said, well, let's go back to bed, dear. <laughs> and these two folks uh, uh, looked at us like we were, you know, creatures from a different planet. And he wouldn't let go, you know, and he's in the elevator as the doors closed, you know, waving goodbye to these, uh, this old couple. It was, uh, it was, it was most embarrassing. Oh my! And one of, one of just a few, uh, you know, in, in that uh, in that genre of story. It, you know what's interesting, but is that we had so much fun, but there was also a hell of a lot of good golf played. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it was uh, it was a great era. It was right when uh, you know Bias Terrace and Faldo uh, and Lyle and Woosnam and Langer and Olafabo and uh, you know the uh, uh, th- they were coming over to the United States and, and making the uh, making the Ryder Cup competitive again. They were winning the Masters um, and uh, it was a great time to be in, in, in European golf. All right, that's going to wrap up the. Uh... The front nine, man, he is uh, he is something else. But don't go anywhere. We're going to have uh, the second half of that interview on the back nine. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. If you have a car and you're struggling to get some protection for that car, let me recommend Vehicle Assurance. 1-866-341-9255 is their number. They have been in business for over 10 years and have a 30-day money-back guarantee, which is one of the reasons why they have over 1 million satisfied customers. They are known for their painless claims process and their premium vehicle protection. So whatever that car looks like, they can help you. You can find them at VehicleAssurance.com or call them again at 866-341-9255 for a free quote. Get the protection and the peace of mind you deserve. Don't miss the hottest rookie class in PGA Tour Champions history. Stars like Phil Mickelson, Ernie Els, Jim Furyk, and more compete at Norwood Hills Country Club September 6th through the 12th. Join legends Jack Nicklaus, Tom Watson, and Hale Irwin to celebrate the PGA Tour Champions' newest event. Professional golf returning to St. Louis in 2021. The Ascension Charity Classic presented by Emerson. Tickets, clubhouse passes, hospitality suites, pro-am foursomes on sale now. Visit ascensioncharityclassic.com. I am with my buddy Joe Schieser from USA Mortgage. Hey, Jay. How are you? Doing great, Joe. Thanks so much for the support of the show. Ah, I really appreciate the opportunity. Uh, congratulations. This is uh, your third year, and we're really proud to be a sponsor all three years since the very beginning. It's a great show, and we look forward to it every Sunday morning. Well, thanks a bunch. Tell us just a little bit about USA Mortgage and what you can do for people. Well, USA Mortgage is a uh, ESOP. It's an employee-owned company, so over a 1,000 families here in St. Louis work for the company. So if you want an opportunity to patronize a, a local company, please call USA Mortgage 314-628-2015 and I'll be more than happy to sit down with you, go over your options, discuss all the different programs that are available and give you an opportunity to support a local company. That's awesome, Joe. Thanks so much. Appreciate it, Jay. Thank you. This is Call for Jay Delson. I'm your host, Jay, and I am sitting down with my buddy, founder of Foles of Honor, Lieutenant Colonel Dan Rooney. Dan, good morning. Jay, blessed to be with you. Thank you so much. Oh, my gosh. It's my honor, sincerely. So let's talk about the 15th year of Patriot Day, and you're in cahoots with another great organization, PGA Reach. Um, let's talk just a little bit about what's going on how and how people can help. Yeah, well, it's, it's an awesome story if you're a golfer. Um, we've, we've issued the greatest hall pass in the history of the game, if nothing else, because uh, your country needs you to go play golf over Memorial Day weekend. And as you mentioned, the 15th year, it's hard to believe, man, time flies uh, about as fast as I fly an F-16. But uh, we're asking golfers to, to get out and play their most heroic round and you know, golf is a myopic sport uh, by nature, but this is the one time of year you get to play for someone else. And we ask you to go play golf and visit uh, our website, patriotgolfdays.com or foldsofhonor.org and, and make a donation. And we'll pay that forward in the form of scholarships to spouses and children who've had somebody killed or disabled uh, defending our freedoms. And, uh, you know, it's amazing. We've been at, uh, at this uh, 15 years going on our 15th anniversary with, uh, with Patriot Golf Day. And 
We've awarded now almost 30,000 scholarships to spouses and children who've had somebody killed or disabled. It's about $145 million out the door. But we could not do it without our flagship fundraiser, which is Patriot Golf Day. And it's uh, you know such a powerful example of the exponential force multiplier effect when you get a lot of people together on one mission and we'll raise, you know, five or seven million dollars over Memorial Day weekend from people making small donations and going to play around and golf with their buddies. I mean, I mean, Dan, how does it get better than that? And I mean, golf is just such a, a societal powerhouse. And the fact that you've used this to help our, our, our heroes that need us um, is just fantastic. Talk a little bit about the opening at American Dunes, too. It's all kind of coming together. It's such a great time of year. Yeah, so I literally synchronicity sitting on this uh, show with you. Barbara Nicholas just texted me. It just popped up on my phone here in the Atlanta airport. Uh, but, uh, yeah, my uh, my boyhood hero, Jack Nicholas, uh, approached him three years ago to um, go on a mission that he'd never been on before, and that was to build a course based on supporting a cause. And uh, we opened American Dunes uh, three weeks ago in Grand Haven, Michigan, and uh, that's uh, about 30 miles straight west of Grand Rapids, right on Lake Michigan, um, two and a half hours from Chicago to get people's geographic um, minds around where this is. But what makes it truly unique, besides the golf just being epic, in the sand dunes along Lake Michigan, is that 100% of all profits will go back to support Folds of Honor. You know, that will equate to thousands of lives being changed for generations. And, you know, this place, uh, I always laugh, it was like, me with no guardrails, uh, and obviously Mr. Nicholas uh, did a fantastic design um, up there and on a beautiful site, but the only way in and out of this property is through the Folds of Honor Memorial, and you'll literally walk in the boot prints of soldiers who've been killed in action, uh, their family stories who are Folds recipients flank the walls as you walk in, and on every hole, we've dedicated it to a soldier who's been killed in action. Uh, Jack Nicholas has placed one of his 18 majors on each hole, and we also have scripture on every hole. So it is just this, um, I don't know, this culmination of God and country and golf in an unapologetic way. And we just, you know, hope and pray people come and visit us and they leave there inspired um, with this, you know, beautiful irony that when you're helping someone that you're actually the one being helped. And in this case, um, it's all about folds of honor. Oh, man, it's just spectacular. I have seen the pictures and it, that American Dunes. It's on my calendar, man. I can't wait to get up there and see it. And the Nicholases have just been such shining examples of what, um, uh, you know, like you, we said earlier, people pushing in, in the same direction can do. And uh, it's just spectacular. It is uh, really, really special. And, uh, you know, I, I always say when you meet your boyhood hero, you're probably going to get let down uh, just because people can't live up to those expectations. But Jack and Barbara are two of the greatest uh, humans and patriots I, I've ever met. And uh, it's just, uh, just you know, such an honor to have a, a legacy project like American Dunes that will live on for generations and, uh, and honor our soldiers and also the Nicholas family. Absolutely. So, uh, Dan, tell our folks again how they can get involved. We're, we're, we're talking about Patriot Day. We're raising money for Fools of Honor for our fallen heroes. We're raising money for scholarships for their children. All sorts of different uh, great initiatives through your, through your charity. Yeah, Jay, so the, the big call to duty on, on our time together is go play your most heroic round. And that's coming up over Memorial Day weekend. Go tee it up. Visit Patriot Golf Days on uh, on your iPhone um, and make a donation, and we'll pay that forward to a, a spouse or a child who's had somebody killed or disabled defending our freedoms. And it's uh, the one day a year the round doesn't really matter what you score. Uh, it's going to be a heroic effort because you're playing for somebody else. And then obviously, if uh, people want to come up and visit us in Michigan at American Dunes. Uh, we'd love to have you. I, I'm blown away. We've got, I think, 14,000 tea times booked, and we've been open for three weeks. So people are coming from everywhere to uh, to play this place, and uh, so uh, those are two great ways to support Folds of Honor. That's Lieutenant Colonel Dan Rooney. He's an F-16 fighter pilot. He is the founder of Folds of Honor and a great guy. 
You've seen it and played it in bars over the past 30 years, and now you can bring Golden Tea to your home. Complete your basement or man cave with the popular arcade game, The Ultimate Virtual Golfing Experience. Over 80 courses, unique game modes, and you can even challenge a buddy in online tournaments. However you play, you will be the talk of your neighborhood. Visit home.goldentea.com to learn more. We're halfway there. It's time for the Back Nine on Golf with Jay Delsing. The Back Nine is brought to you by Fogelbach Agency with Farmers Insurance. Hey, this is Golf with Jay Delsing. We are back, and we have got the Back Nine. It's brought to you by the Fogelbach Agency with Farmers. 314-398-0101. Ed Fogelbach owns the agency. He's got some of his children working there. I am currently... Uh, going through some stuff with Ed right now, and uh, gosh, they're great people. Nice folks. You need any sort of insurance, call Ed today. He will help you. All right, let's just go right back to the second half of the David Faraday interview. Thank you, Jimmy. Don here with the tournament leader. And uh, Tiger, uh, we know that you have a, a, a kind of an intimidating presence out here. You've got six shots of a lead. Is there anyone in this field that will make you nervous? Probably the guy sitting right next to me. No, I mean, like, you know, if we had Siegfried and Roy out there, would that make you nervous? No, it's just you. David Faraday is brought to you by Golden Tee. David, what about the European Ryder Cup team? You played on two of those teams. Take us into those rooms. What was it like? And who was the person from the Euro team when they spoke, everybody listened? Well, they, I, I only played one, and that was 91. I just missed in, in uh, 93 and uh, in 89. But uh, Ballesteros was uh, – he actually made himself smaller the week of the Ryder Cup for the benefit of the rest of the team. It, he was he looked physically smaller almost. You know, he'd put his arm around you and say, oh, you're, you're nervous. You know, I said, well, yeah. I said, no, no, me too. I shit myself. No, don't, don't worry. <laughs> There's no, no problem. You know, and uh, I mean, he, he really was one of the boys that week, and we all, you know, kind of, you know, ganged up behind him and, and Olafable, who were unbeatable, absolutely unbeatable. And um, he, uh, to give you an indication that the sort of guy he was, um, he, you know, he made himself accessible that one week. He was human for the rest of us that one week. I got drawn with him the week after Kiowa Island in 91. Um, and the German masters, and he called me Doug. <laughs> he didn't even know who you so, were. No, it, uh, the week after the Ryder Cup, he had the clue who I was. Yeah, oh, but my... uh, I, I was his teammate that week, you know. And the, the you know, I felt like one of the most important players in the world. He made me feel that way for a short space of time. <laughs> yeah, and then the very next week, he just wanted to kick the hell out of you, like he did all the other times. That's right. Yeah. 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 It was amazing. So, David, what made he and Olaf Abel so unbeatable? They had some sort of intangible. Man, they didn't give up on anything, and their short games were ridiculous. Yeah. That, that was key. They were any time they were in. They were incredible in, in uh, alternate shot, virtually unbeatable in, four, in uh, foursomes. And uh, in the better ball, you know, you're playing the best that they can do. You know, between the two of them, it's, it's good luck to you. They were absolutely amazing. Sebi, you know, from, from northern Spain, um, they're uh, fiercely uh, independent. And, and all the football is a Basque, you know, from the, the Pyrenees in between Spain and France. And they, they uh, are still, they still believe they have their own country. They're so independent. Uh, in, incredible fighters, you know, in, in every way. And, uh, you know, Seve always had that uh, chip in his shoulder against the Americans, and he, and he kind of gave it to Jose, Jose Maria uh, for a little while. Jose Maria didn't hold on to it, uh, you know, after the Ryder Cup was over or anything like that. You know, for the rest of the year, he was, uh, you know, he was pretty cool with Americans. But Seve was, you know, he was always, there was, there was great animosity there. He felt hard done by uh, because of a decision, I think that Dean Beeman, who was a commissioner at the time, made, uh, uh, you know, th- there was a, a specific amount of tournaments that you had to play in order to be a member. And, uh, you know, Sebi couldn't play that many in, in the United States, uh, you know, to be a member. And he always sort of uh, 
held that grudge. Yeah, you know, David, at the time they were paying big money to those guys to show up to try to get the European tour substantiated and, and, and give it more credibility, weren't they? Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the, the uh, appearance money at the time was huge uh, for a small handful of players. Yeah, the, definitely, you know, to, to give the field a, more of an international flavor. Of course, it has that now um, without all of that. I mean, they play for God knows how much money now. It's amazing. Um, but uh, they, they can look back at, at Sebi and, and, and thank him for that. Because, uh, you know, he, he had the kind of impact on the European game that the Tiger Woods had on, on the American game when they initially came on. Over here, the interest in him was just huge. And you know what's interesting? I only got to play with Seve two or three times, but but and I got to play with him when he was really good, and then I got to play when he, when he wasn't quite as good. And something happened to him, David, because when he was a young man, he didn't give a damn where he hit his tee shot. But somehow... It either changed inside of his head or someone told him something changed because he suddenly got very self-conscious about not being able to hit the ball very well. Yeah, yeah, he did. And, you know, the the brain cancer that that got him in in the end, nobody really knows when that started. Um, It could easily have, uh, you know, been a factor in, in, uh, you know, how he felt about himself, uh, you know, or how he felt about his game. We just we just don't know. You know, because, but I remember playing with him when he was the the magician that he was, and he would literally hit a couple of drives, forty or fifty yards left of his target. You know, he hit that big, high, oh, yeah. smashing hook, and he didn't even think twice about it. He went over there, fished it out of the trees, hit some sort of beautiful, creative, high low hook fade thing that he used to do, and make pars out of his butt. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was so committed. Um, that's why he hit it so far offline. You know, there, were, there was no holding back. He was, wasn't trying to steer it down a fairway here or there. You know, I mean, he just got to the top of his back swinging on the leash. But, and, uh, you know, if it was wrong, it was wrong. That's for sure. But when it was right, man, it was, spe- it was really special to watch him play. I can remember one of the, he was one of the first players I'd ever seen at 18 at Augusta hook it so far that he had it over somewhere in the ninth and had to hit it kind of across the a couple of spectator yeah. rounds, all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I remember being over there. So, David, let's switch a little to Tiger. I know that all the years with uh, CBS and all the great work you did on the ground for them, getting to watch this guy play the game changed me. It just changed me. It was the first time I ever felt completely inadequate about my game, and I probably should have way before Tiger, but because he was the first guy that did things I knew that I couldn't do. Yeah. Yeah, I remember walking past um, his first tee shot as a professional was on the first tee at Milwaukee, and I was just walking by, and I thought, oh, there's that kid that people are talking about. You know, take a look at this. And I watched him hit one shot, and my, my very first thought was, oh, Christ, I have to think of something else to do now. <laughs> what, what am I going to do? Yeah, I mean, that's, I don't know what that is, but it's not what I've been doing. Uh, and it, it went from there. It was like watching a, a different species play the game of golf. Um, and, you know, for 20 years, the best part of 20 years, I was right down on the fairway at the at uh, ground level with, with him and um, Steve Williams or with, uh, you know, I mean, whoever was carrying his bag. And, uh what a privilege, you know, to, to be in television in that particular era. It was just incredible. There's something that happened at the World Series of Golf in Akron that Ernie Els just about f- fell out of his chair, if that's possible, while you're playing golf with the Shappy <laughs> yeah. Tiger hit. Yeah. Yeah, well, they were tied uh, playing the last, and Tiger popped up a three-wood and was hacking lumps out of Ohio, losing his temper, you know, walking down the fairway, and Ernie had hit it at miles down the middle. And, uh, you know, he had 184 yards to the hole. I'll never forget this, 184 yards from a, a lie that looked like it was just, you know, it looked like a button mushroom in a bird's nest uh, with the grass <laughs> was, you know, 10 or 11 inches long and lying sideways and across and back and into the grain. It was just horrible. And 
and uh, I'm standing with Ernie with the microphone, and I've already told Lenny Watkins time, you know, he's got no shot here. He's going to have to hack this out. You're going to see his right leg come free, and, you know, he'll wander after it, but he's going to try and bludgeon this out somewhere down the right half there to get a look at the flag in the, in the back left. And uh, he pulls wedge. Steve Williams gives me fist, you know, the wedge sign. Uh, that's good. And I'm standing, I'm actually leaning on Ernie at this point, you know, because uh, I, I, I just don't want to play off. I'm in television, all right? <laughs> I don't care who wins. Just please don't be a playoff. I'm sweating. I've got caddy ass. I've got, you know, just, I just want this to be over. And uh, he had a shot that uh, it, it looked like the first, I thought he'd torn his sack uh, on the downswing. Uh, it just it, it looks like his shoes wanted to fly off and, and it, it just tore a lump of Ohio out about a cubic meter and there's like two dead snails in a water in there. You know, real estate. Ridiculous. And I looked up just as in time to follow his eyeline with a big red oak at the front of the green and it lands like a sack of wet ass in the hole and backs up about a foot. And I was dumbfounded. I didn't really know what to do. So I flicked the switch on my mic to, you know, mea culpa to, you know, own up to making a mistake. Just as Ernie turned to me and said, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, and I thought, well, if you, if you wanted an opinion from, from, you know, a relevant, uh, you know, expert, here's the next best player in the world right here. You know, that's his reaction to the shot. This is the tiger smiling like a basket of French fries. You know, it was uh, it was just a it was just one of many moments that that he proved me wrong. Uh, you know, the only time that uh, I've ever made mistakes about Tiger Woods when I say that he can't do that he couldn't do something. You know, people are asking me now. You well, do you think he can come back? Yes, yes, I do. You know, he could have broken both legs. He could have lost one. And I still (laughs) would believe that that he could come back. David, it's so true. This guy, I have had to eat crow on him so many times. You know, from the glutes not firing, I'm like, I've never heard of anything so stupid in my life. I mean, I don't even have glutes, and I don't need to have them to chip better than that. I mean, you know, and, and then all of a sudden he gets his back fused, and he's swinging like he did when he was 20. Yeah, yeah. He's astonishing. Yeah, he is. He's a creature from another planet. There's no question. You know something? When he won the Masters, the world changed a little bit, didn't it? In 1997, yeah, that first Masters. The golf world did, that's for sure. Yeah. All right, John, we're gonna we're gonna hit this thing on the 19th hole. But man, oh man, uh, his storytelling ability is uh, it's pretty special. I just, I, I just like everything about the guy, and you've talked about the sincerity of the numbers he's uh, he's done. And every time I hear these guys that you talk to say, "I've been doing this for ten years," "I've been doing this for fifteen years," I don't know. I never get bored of them, so it's hard for me to believe that they've been really at that many years. Yeah, that's great stuff. Well, that'll wrap up the back nine. But come back to the uh, Michelob Ultra nineteenth hole. We'll break down the rest of that interview. This is golf with Jay Delsing. This is Bill DeWitt the Third, president of the St. Louis Cardinals, and you're talking to Jay Delsing. And wait, oh, sorry, what's the name of the show? Uh, Golf with Jay Delsing. Oh, sorry, let me start it. <laughs> hey, Jay Delsing here for SSM Health Physical Therapy. Our golf program has the same screening techniques and technology as the pros use on the PGA Tour. That's right. SSM Health Physical Therapy has Titleist Performance Institute trained physical therapists that can perform the TPI screen on you, as well as putting you on the KVEST 3D motion capture system. Trust me, I've been on it. It is really cool. Proper posture and alignment can help you keep it right down the middle. There's 80 locations in the St. Louis area. Call them at 800 518 1626 or visit them on the web at ssmphysicaltherapy.com your therapy our passion are you looking for a great career do you like meeting nice people working with your hands and fixing things inside the home marco and appliance parts company would like to encourage you to consider a high-paying career in major appliances repair and service major appliance service technicians are in very high demand major appliance techs work regular hours and make excellent money they work local in their own communities and are home every night 
It is an incredibly stable industry and highly rewarding work. Discover more about your new career in major appliance services today by contacting a local appliance service company in your hometown. In St. Louis or St. Charles County, contact Brian Propes at AAA Home Services. The phone number is 636-299-3871. Marcon Appliance Parts Company is based in St. Louis, Missouri, and is the largest distributor of major appliance parts in North America and proud distributor of General Electric Parts. I know you've heard me talk about Whitmore Country Club. I want to thank them for supporting the show again for the third year and tell you things are going great for them. There's 90 holes of golf when you join at the Whit- at Whitmore Country Club. The membership provides you access to the Missouri Bluffs, the Links of Dardeen, and the Golf Club of Wentzville. Cart fees are included. There's no food or beverage minimums and no assessments. 24-hour fitness center is fantastic. There's two large pool complexes uh, and three tennis courts. Stop in the golf shop. you got to see my buddy Bummer. He is an absolute great guy that would love to help you with your game and love to show you around um, the uh, facility. He and his staff uh, run golf leagues, skins games, members tournaments, couples events. There's live music. There's uh, uh, great dining opportunities out there, outside, inside. Anything you and your family need golf-wise, fun-wise, visit WhitmoreGolf.com or call them at 636 636- 926-9622. Professional golf returns to St. Louis in 2021. The Ascension Charity Classic, presented by Emerson. Stars like Phil Mickelson, Ernie Els, Jim Furyk, and more compete at Norwood Hills Country Club, September 6th through the 12th. Tickets, clubhouse passes, hospitality suites, and pro-am foursomes are on sale now. All proceeds go to North St. Louis County Charities. Visit ascensioncharityclassic.com or call 314-938-2828. PGA Tour Golf is back in the loo. The Ascension Charity Classic. Let your local farmer's insurance agent, Ed Fogelbach, put his experience to work for you. Ed Fogelbach proudly serves St. Louis area families and businesses and is ready to review your existing policies or provide a no-obligation quote today. Call the Fogelbach Agency at 314-398-0101 to get smarter about your insurance. Again, that's the Fogelbach Agency at 314-398-0101. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. I want to tell you about Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood. My friend Colin Burnt runs the store over there, and he helped me buy a used Volkswagen for my daughter, Joe when she turned 16. We've had the car for over a year. It's running great. It's nice and safe, and we've taken it there to get it serviced just recently. Pearly, that does the show with me, just bought a nice Toyota truck from Collins. So I want you to know that if there's any sort of vehicle you need, anything at all, you can get it at the Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood. You can call them at 314-966-0303 or visit them at DeanTeamVWKirkwood.com. Grab your friends, a cold one, and pull up a chair. We're on to the 19th hole on golf with Jay Delsey. The 19th hole is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Hey, this is Golf with Jay Delsing. Welcome back. We are entering the Michelob Ultra 19th hole. Pearlie's with me. Brad Barnes has taken great care of us here at the ESPN Studios. And uh, the 19th hole, Pearl, pop one. Let's go. Hey, I got to ask you a question on this interview. We've had David on the show before, which is spectacular. I know your buddy's with him. Well, what prompted this? Because we've got two shows, you know, made up. It, it was an hour worth of interview that you had with him. Where did this even come from? Where, what? It's why good, do we get very good question? Why so, do we get blessed with him again? He calls me last week, and I look at my phone. I'm like, "You got to be kidding me!" Typically, he just will text me something. And I said, "Hey, man, what's up? You doing all right?" And he said he was doing all right. He's got some some personal challenges with some the meds and stuff. And uh, um. We talked a little bit, and he said, hey, I hear that your show is just doing great. And I said, what? I said, who would you have possibly heard that from? And he goes, oh, I don't know, and I didn't believe him anyway. (laughs) And I said, I don't blame you. But he said, "Um, no, but I hear it's doing great. What are you guys talking about? I go, we're talking about a lot of golf and a lot of nothing. But Pearlie and I are just, you know, trying to have some fun, grow the game, tell a couple stories here. And he goes, you should have me on. And I said, and why would I do that? And he yeah. said, you're right. I have no idea. And I said, no, the reason I will have you on is because who can talk about nothing better than you? And he said, that's exactly, exactly. right. And so we agreed to that. But, um, oh, my gosh, John, in that first 
the first part of this, we have actually we're going to have four parts of the interview, but we only did two for this show. When he started talking about the Ryder Cup, I asked him about being on that that European Ryder Cup team and um, playing with Seve and Othabel and all those guys. And uh, and <laughs> and he said, um, Seve puts his arm around me and looks me in the eye and says, "Are you nervous?" And he goes, "Yeah, I just." My pants, you know, and, and um, uh, he, he said um, he just made me feel so special. And then he goes, I get drawn with him the next week on Thursday, Friday. And he, he said he called him Doug for the first part of the first two days. And I just, oh, my gosh, I just thought that was just hysterical and so typical of like back then where. I just felt like whenever I played with the the biggest names in golf, they were just in a different stratosphere somewhere. You know, not really plugged into what was going on, and uh, um, uh, you know, just just pretty interesting. Well, you know, I worked uh, NBC for NBC for the Ryder Cups, Jay. So I, I was actually able to be in the ropes, close in these situations. So when I hear these different stories through the years, fortunately, I was actually around a fair amount of them and close. And I can tell you one thing, those matches with Seve Ballesteros, there was a palatable uh, pressure, um, tension. Um, I don't even know quite what word to use, but everybody was on edge. And I, and I firmly believe Seve wanted everybody to be on edge because they're just waiting for him to cough while they're putting. They're waiting for him to scuff his feet while they're hitting the shot. Yep. Um, yep. Waiting for him to drop a club. And then he would absolutely do some of those things and then just say, oh, sorry, excuse, excuse me. me. And exactly. Like, you don't mean you're not sorry and you don't need to be excused and you're probably going to do it again. And I remember the one <laughs> – you'll remember this. Who's the one guy that stood up the most? I think the Azinger. all guys Azinger. 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 Azinger would have thrown down at any given time and just said, "That's fine with me. If we need to wrestle through this Let's whole get, thing, we'll wrestle through." He didn't give that. He didn't. He didn't give Sevy and in. Don't you remember when that when they hit that their tee shots over the hill and there was one ball that was close to the sprinkler head and Azinger got up there before Sevy and it was acting like, "Oh my gosh, can I take this stance without?" And you know, how can I hit this ball? I'm standing on the sprinkler and he goes, "Hey, Sevy, my ball is near the sprinkler. Can I get a drop?" And he says, "No, no, no. You have to play the ball as it lies." And Azinger goes, "Good, that's your ball." It wasn't even Azinger's ball. Oh, oh yeah, it was on. It was it was definitely on. And um, yeah, it uh, it it was pretty special. The other thing, um, we could talk about Seve forever. We'll have to go back and tell you some of the stories when I played with him. I got to play with him when he was great and the best player in the world, and I got to play when he wasn't so good. And it was just a gigantic difference. But I want to go back to the other story that that um, that uh, Faraday tells about the 18th hole in the World Series of Golf in Akron, Ohio, with Ernie Els and and Tiger, you know, flailing away at that shot. And unfortunately for the story, we have to bleep out a lot of what was said. But man, that is one funny story. Well, it's funny, but it's also where the lore of Tiger came from. I mean, Jay, when you're playing and you're coming down the stretch with this guy, and even you think you got him, whatever the case might be, and you don't, you don't have him. You know, the six iron up at uh, was at Canadian Open. Yeah, at Glen Abbey. No, yeah, nobody was like, what? That's that's not even in the realm of. Was he trying to do that? Did he? I didn't think right. That's what he trying to do. Here, 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 you have David Faraday who knows the game inside and out. Telling the tower, yeah, he's going to pitch it out and find an angle in the fairway to go into the next hole, and then he flies it past the pin. It's just, it's just so interesting, and I think those guys are intimidating. There's some fun, funny stories about Tiger saying things to people too, like Seve. And you know, Tiger and Seve, I think, had to travel four miles, if you will, in their personality to be like a team a team player you know that was not their thing they're like okay these guys are my team so i guess i shouldn't want to beat the daylights out of them this week but that's hard for those guys that's just not who they are john the lure of tiger i don't know if you remember but greg norman was the number one player in the world forever and tiger unseated him and when they played they played a heads up uh, match in the uh president's cup and tiger took him down and it was tiger was a pup 
and he was all about taking him down. And uh, it was it spread through the tour like you can't like you can't believe. Pearl, another show in the books, man. Meet, thanks so much for taking care of us, Pearly. Don't go anywhere. We got to have another show eventually. We'll you talk to you it. soon. I'm ready, Jay. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. Hit him straight, St. Louis. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. And Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. Peloton, let's go! This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.